Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. My next guest is Vaughn Sigmund from the Alternative Board. Now, you've heard of uh, earlier in our show, we talked about how lonely it can be as a business owner and how great it is to have other business owners to talk with, especially if it's in an organized format. And Vaughn is with the Alternative Board in Huntington Beach, California. And let me tell you about TAB. It's, it's uh TAB is a peer advisory board, and it brings small groups of business owners together to discuss their most pressing challenges and in turn offer each other advice on how to overcome those challenges. And today we're going to talk about how you can spend more time working on your business, not in your business, in order to become a more effective owner or, and CEO of your company. Vaughn, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining us. Well, it's good to be here. Thank you, Bill. Vaughn, we hear a lot today about business uh, peer groups, peer uh, groups where business owners can come together and kind of uh, adopt a board, if you will, and and work on problems together because it is lonely at the top. Tell us a little bit about your background and how you got involved with TAB, the alternative board. Well, Bill, I I came out of the corporate world, as most business coaches have. I uh, spent almost 40 years in the retail business. My last 11 was with a company many people have heard of, CarMax, where I ran uh, all the stores on the West Coast. I had about a $2 billion business, started with one store up in uh, Los Angeles in the LEX location and built it out to 18 stores, selling about 120 owls and cars a year. I had 3,000 associates working with me, so I had a really good, big business under under my responsibility, but one of the most important tools that I developed and I learned as a, as a leader throughout my, my retail career was collaboration. There is so much power that a business owner, an executive can glean when they're sitting around a table where there's a, there's a collective wisdom, a shared wisdom of other opinions, other ideas, other experiences that everybody can draw from. And when I retired from CarMax uh, you know, a little over a year ago, I uh, decided to become a, a business coach. Didn't know where to start. I found that there are a few franchises out there, which the alternative board tab is a franchise. And I wear a couple hats with them. I, I not only own the franchise here in Huntington Beach, but I'm also an area developer. I recruit uh, prospects. Uh, franchise owners into the organization as well, get them set up, get them going. But back to your question, uh, one of the things that I believe made our stores, my stores, the stores I was responsible for so successful was the beauty of peer boards. I put together peer boards with general managers, with business office managers, salespeople, operations managers. We met on a regular basis, and I saw that power that came out of those rooms. It was motivating. It was engaging. It certainly got us results that we we never dreamed we'd be able to get based on the power of that group. 
when I found the alternative board and saw that that was their approach to helping private business owners in uh, improving their business, I jumped all over it. It was such a natural to me because I'm a true believer in that. I've been a I've been a participant in it, and I've certainly facilitated many of these peer boards. And so it was, and I like easy. It was a real easy transition for me. Mm-hmm. Now you know there are a lot of books about starting a business and operating a business. And one of the most popular was the E-Myth by Michael Gerber many years ago. And it talked about the fact that many, many small business owners uh, start as a technician and then decide one day they want to own their business. And that's how they start their business. That the, the problem is that didn't make them an effective business owner. It was a technician with a lot of questions was what it was uh, about how to run and operate a business. So is that one of the main things that, that a peer group like TAB helps a business owner to do is to is to explore some of those issues that they really can't ask anybody else some of these questions, right? Oh, exactly. And you, you think about sitting in a room with eight or ten other business owners. You may have a, an accounting, a, a CPA sitting across from you. You may have a financial advisor sitting there. Uh, you may have an architect sitting there. Uh, you, you may have a mortgage broker sitting there, and they, they've all experienced and done different things in building their companies. And very often what you're facing as a business owner and being challenged with, another person sitting across from you has been through that, overcome it, and, got, and has great advice to offer to you in order to overcome your own uh, that, that particular challenge. So, Yes, Bill, I see so many people who started as great practitioners of a trade who had zero or no business savvy or sense, and they've become successful. They they became successful mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. sure will and and mm-hmm. and hard work and tenacity, and there's they just don't know what they don't know. And that's what the peer advisory board brings them is that that outside objective wisdom that exposes them to thoughts, ideas, processes, approaches that they would never get on their own. And, you know, I've sat in and spoke to many, many of these groups, and it is fascinating to me to see the relationships that people build. Once they trust each other, and there's obviously confidentiality in the room, uh, some of the questions that come up, um, you would think they that people might um, – know some of this stuff, but it's hard being a business owner. There's a lot going on at all times. So what are some of the key areas that um, and common challenges that business owners face that you see dealt with in the peer groups? Well, it, the, the single biggest challenge is time management. And when I say time management, they get so caught up in the firefighting and the day-to-day that they rarely, if ever, have time to step out of the business for an hour or a day during the course of a, of a week or a month and work on their business. They're so caught up with what's being brought to them and put on their shoulders every single day, they're overwhelmed, and they can't get past what they're having to deal with currently in order to work on the future. And if you know, I, I do time management seminars, and I've seen this work for so many people, if, if business owners would just – Stop and and schedule their week out, schedule their month out, and set protected time aside for them to actually work on their business and start writing down a plan of what they want to work on. 
they know what they want to achieve. They know how they want to grow their business, what size they want the business to be typically. They just don't know how to. And uh, they may have a lot of ideas of how to do that, but they never have the time to execute any of those ideas. And you got to create the time. you got to make the time to do that. And it is the rare, highly disciplined business owner that I come across that actually does that. Many business owners I come across are so highly frustrated and overworked and tired that when I come there, I, I, I've, I've had them in tears once they realize that somebody's actually going to help them get all these ideas out of their head and into, into activity. And uh, so, so setting aside the time. And then the second thing that is almost non-existent, and I, well over 90% of the people I, I, I start with and work with have no kind of strategic plan in place. And, and strategic plan... I hated that term when I was in the corporate world. Um, don't know why. It just sounded like a lot of work. Uh, I've developed and Tab has developed a strategic planning process that's really tailored for the small business owner that doesn't take a tremendous amount of time. It doesn't take a whole lot of effort. And it's it's simple enough that they, if they follow through with, with the way we teach it and, and run the process, they'll start getting results that they never dreamed they'd be able to get before. And it's such a sense of satisfaction to them to be able to finally start moving in the direction they wanted to move. So, you know, set aside the time and have a plan. Those are the two things that as soon as I get somebody on one of my boards or I start coaching them one-on-one or both, that's where we get started. And, of course, a lot of people will say, well, I, I can carve out time to think, but what they really need is, is a methodology. They need the, the method. Okay, now I have the time. Now what's the best way I can use that time to get results? And that's where you come in. And also another thing that, that we find, I, I'm sure you'll agree with this, people need accountability. They need someone that they can report back to that, um, yeah, I took care of that. I, I worked on that. Because without that, they're, again, back in their own um, they're, they're policing themselves, and they don't always do a great job with that. But I wanted to ask you one other question. Uh, is part of a, a big part of the management of a business task management? Do most business owners take on too many tasks that they should be delegating that would give them that, more, that freedom of time? Yeah, the majority that I, I deal with, Bill, absolutely have too many responsibilities on their shoulders. And, and part of that is just they've never been trained to be an executive. And they don't delegate well or, or in some cases don't even trust the people they've hired to do certain jobs, won't, won't let loose of the load. But um, that's, uh, that's very common. And uh, it's, it's uh, you know, I, I'll, during my time management seminars, I teach the Eisenhower boss, which I think, most people are familiar mm-hmm. with, but it's 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 making sure that the important stuff doesn't get the important, not urgent stuff gets ignored because of all that ringing of the phone and the email and the and the emergencies that come up during the course of the day that just so distracts business owners from getting into the long term strategy of uh, creating a really healthy company. I love the Eisenhower box for its simplicity. For our listeners that don't know what it is, it's a pattern after Dwight Eisenhower, who obviously had some amazing, you know, <laughs> accomplishments in his lifetime. And he he would basically draw four boxes, right, Vaughn? And he would say, "There's things you must do, you know, have to have a highly urgent, 
and then there are other things that are lower priorities. And, and when you graphically put your life into those boxes, you can see very clearly that you need to spend the majority of your time on the highest priorities, best uses of your time. And I've seen a very simple approach really change people's lives. Uh, they've, they've gotten so much more productive with their, with their either personal lives or business lives by just putting in some kind of structure and really think about what they're doing right now. And is this really the best use of my time? Yeah, I, I would probably, would you say a lot of people just tend to start making a list and they don't prioritize and then they work their way down the list and they're, they're really not, uh, they're, they're really their own worst enemy in that type of a situation. They are. They've, they've got a list or they uh, sit down at their computer first, the, uh, first thing in the day and start reading emails. And every email in there has the same priority as the next one, which is um, one of the bigger mistakes uh, I find people make. And that there's, there's nothing wrong with starting your day working on your list uh, rather than getting caught up into those emails, which can take you off into to firefighting land. And then the the second part is you have to learn to prioritize those emails. There are certain emails that can wait a few days, and everything needs to be treated with the same level of urgency as the next. And um, so, yeah, it's yeah, it's one thing to have a to-do list. It's another thing to understand intellectually how to execute that to-do list to make it as effective as you possibly can. You know, I, I, I talk about efficiency and effectiveness a lot with with people I work with, and it's real, real efficient um, to have a really nice long to-do list because you've captured everything, you got it all in one place, but it's not very effective unless you take the next step and put some priority exercises in place with it. Vaughn, can you give us some examples of what people might have told you their improvements of their life have been as a result of being part of a peer group like TAB? I, one one that comes to mind, Bill, is um, a young accountant that I've I've worked with for a while. Took over his family business. He took it over from his mom, who'd had it for 20-plus years. He had worked in the business for a couple of years, but mom had decided to retire. And um, this young man had a lot of lot of responsibility on his shoulders in that he had to protect his, his mom's uh, t- uh, retirement. And at the same time, he had something to prove to the world that he was uh, he was worthy of taking over this business. And but in his personality profile, he was very conflict avoidant. Uh, was afraid of, of of a lot of things and would just dodge anything that ever smacked or tasted like it might create a conflict. And he knew intellectually that he was under charging his clients. Uh, he hadn't gone up, his mom hadn't gone up on rates for their bookkeeping services for years and years. And uh, he knew that he needed to go up on those rates, had no idea how to, uh, and did not have the confidence to have that conversation with with his current clients in order to do that. And brought that up as one of his challenges at uh, one of his early peer boards. Uh, and I was so proud that the group really pitched in Gave him a. Two of them came around the table, sat down next to him, drew out some diagrams and some charts, and even wrote down some things to show him how to go have the right conversation. Role played with him on how to have the conversation with his his current clients. Gave him the confidence that 
if he went up a few bucks, they were still getting a good deal. They still had him. They were unlikely to change because of the long-term relationship. And then send him out there with how to do it and practice how to say it. And he called me, actually texted me the very next day. He had meetings with two of his clients, had given them the new rates. They didn't bat an eye. He couldn't believe they got no pushback from it. Long story short, his business, uh, his year-over-year business is up uh, over 30% since he started this. And he's brought on a few new clients that have replaced other clients that have left. But uh, for his existing, his organic business, if he took his existing clients and compared what he was getting in revenue from them from the previous year, he's up over 30%. And without, without, with only having a conversation. And that's what a peer advisory board does. He knew he needed to go up on those rates, didn't have a clue how to do it, and they gave him not only the way but the confidence to go do it. That's so important today. It's so important for business owners to be able to try out their ideas, have a dress rehearsal, get some input from other people who have been there and done that, and really get that confidence to go back out there and make a change that they may be hesitant about. And look at the difference there, 30% increase. That's fantastic. Vaughn, how do our listeners find out more about TAB and get in touch with you to maybe uh, talk about attending a meeting or what, what their next steps might be? Well, let me just let me just speak to that one second, Bill. I, anybody to be interested in, in attending one of our board meetings, all you have to do is, is sign a non-disclosure because it is there's a lot of confidentiality that goes on there. But get in touch with me. I'd love to be able to get you into one of our board meetings. Once you get there, you'll get it. You'll understand the power of it and look forward to your own personal experience in, in joining the board. But visit me at my website. It's tab, www.tabhuntingtonbeach.com. It's Tango, Alpha, Bravo, uh, Huntingtonbeach.com. Or they can call me at 714-421-6498. They can contact me through the website, Bill, or they can, they can call me directly. And I'd love to have a conversation. So, Vaughn Sigmund of the Alternative Board in Huntington Beach, again, it's tabhuntingtonbeach.com. Um, and uh, find out about it. You know, you know, get involved with something bigger than you. It'll it'll come back. You'll be able to help others. You'll feel good about that. But more importantly, with that collaboration, you might get the courage and wisdom and insight to move your business forward by getting involved in some of these terrific peer advisory boards. Vaughn, thanks so much for joining us today, and I'd love to have you back so we can maybe talk about some more examples of what members have done and how they've benefited from TAB. It's a fantastic service. I'd appreciate the opportunity. Thank you, Bill. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after this, so please stay with us. You're listening to ExitCoachRadio.com, the information station for age 50-plus business owners, where we're interviewing top advisors for their best tips, ideas, and precautions. So you can be well planned. We upload new one minute tips every day. ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. Business owners, if you came back from lunch and there was a resignation letter on your desk, which employee would you really, really not want it to be from? What are you doing to prevent this from happening? 
At Exit and Retirement Strategies, we design plans that attract, motivate, and retain key employees. For a free consultation, call Bill Black, the Exit Coach, at 866-370-3774. Call today. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 